Next on the College Rugby Wrap-Up, full coverage and exclusive footage of the scintillating National Collegiate Rugby Championships. Plus, Virginia Tech's Cinderella Story architect and future Army helicopter pilot, player coach, Danny McKillop. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. Box for Grow, the future of cannabis farming. We box you in to increase your yield and profit. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pub, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's college rugby wrap up with Colby Marshall, Josh Recio, and me, Matt McCarthy. Guys, huge, huge weekend of college rugby. National Collegiate Rugby Championships in Houston, Texas. I was down there. It was unbelievable. We got a lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. Colby, first up, your boys from Bonaventure won the national championship, the D1. Yeah, congratulations to Tui Osborne and those boys. They got it done in the championship against Penn State, winning a close game 19-18. to you know, flanker Matt Conroy actually won man of the match for the Bonnies. And St. Bonaventure, they were up 19-3 to in this game. But Penn State scored 15 unanswered points to cut it to one and had the ball with under three minutes to go, you know, in their own territory. Had to go to the length of the field to win the game and just couldn't get it done. So the Bonnies hung on. You know, after talking to Tui Osborne last week, it was clear that these Bonnies, they've had this goal in mind since 2015 to get to this point you know, to hoist this trophy. And that's exactly what they did. So hats off to them. You know, this game had everything in it. It had ups and downs. It had red card, yellows, uh, questionable or iffy decisions with ball at critical junctures. But being on the sideline for this one was just the, the tension. You just felt it for both teams constantly during the match. And it looked like, yeah, Bonnie's were cruising to a big victory. And then Penn State came roaring back and you thought they were going to take it and then just heartbreak and euphoria uh, on the other side for the Bon event for Bonnie's, but for the Nittany Lions, man, it was just, it, it was heartbreak, but what, what a great season. They played every single match. It seems so tight Penn State did. And they were right there at the end again. Credit to Justin Hundley, but Tui Osborne, I did call it. I did call it, Colby. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, Penn State, they're, they're a team, let's face it, that were very well, you know, deserving to win this type of game. You know, they're a heavyweight just like the Bonnies are. So it was just great to see the game go right down to the wire. And, again, just congratulations to Tui. It's really nice to see him win this, win this title for the Bonnies. Josh, what did you think of this one? I mean – I love seeing the matchup. I think you look at a national championship and I think we've been, we've been looking at kind of the same teams battling for those big trophies at the end of the year. And I couldn't pick two more deserving teams to battle it out. And they, they made it a fun game to watch. So I loved it. Yeah. It was the little engine that could St. Bonaventure's team winning that thing, but you know, you'd love to see them play against another team and maybe D one, the CRAA. Right. And Talking about them briefly, we had that bowl game that Ohio State won, the first ever D1A bowl game. So we had bowl games here. 
NCR bowl games, Lone Star and Rhino Rugby Bowl. Yeah, we did, Matt. And, you know, I mean, after these two weeks, I think all I can say is I'm craving more bowl games. You know, they've been exciting matchups. I know North Carolina was a fun place for Ohio State. And now, you know, down in Houston, what a great venue to, to have games. Um, University of Central Florida, what an exciting game for them. I know UConn is holding on as much as they can, but final 20 minutes of the game, three tries for University of Central Florida to come back and win 26 to 25. You were there, Matt. What was that like? It was it was crazy. It was crazy. And I was, you know, I know the coaching staff of UConn very well. And I was hanging out on their side and going down to the other side. And it was just, it was insane. It was insane. The ups, again, this is the, the, the great thing about college sports and now college rugby is there. You have these different schools that have good programs that may not know what they're going to be like against some other, you know, program from a different part of the country. And here you are, who, who better to have in a Lone Star Bowl than a team from Connecticut and a team from Florida. And this one just did not disappoint. But we also had that Rhino Rugby Bowl. Correct, correct. The Rhino Rugby Bowl, Wheeling Jesuit and Iowa Central Community College, the Tritons. You know, uh, Iowa's been playing a crazy schedule going all over the place this whole year. And Wheeling Jesuit still, you know, they come, Iowa Central comes into Houston and Wheeling Jesuit still able to pull off the win 29 to 24. I liked Iowa Central all year. I thought, you know, I thought they were going to be a tough team to beat and I thought they would win this bowl game. But uh, Wheeling Jesuit just proved to be too much. What a duo for their scrum half and their fly half. Scrum half, Stanley Gianni, just kind of playing a smart game throughout. A couple quick taps, uh, always connecting with his fly half and then his fly half getting it back to him. Wheeling Jesuit just played some smart rugby. Looked like a looked like another kind of D1 team that, you know, we could be kind of happy to watch that maybe gets blown under the radar in, you know, years past. This year in their bowl game, they did fantastic. And, you know, they're walking away with a really cool win to end their season. You know, they... End of the game, I was still was trying to keep it close. It got down to a 14 on 14 game after a red card and a yellow card on the other side. But uh, in the end, proud of Wheeling Jesuit that the scrum half's going to take my MVP of the game and you know two bowl games that were super exciting. I was trying to feed John Broker, who was doing play by play in color all all weekend, um, some lines during that match, but he wasn't buying my cheese. I, I said, okay, the minute the Cardinals start turning that scrum, you got to say the Cardinals wheeling. Oh. Come on, work with, work with me, guys. Wheeling. And then when the, when the Tritons scored, you had to say, Tritons. Tritons. No, okay. not as heady as you, Matt. There's no, not as heady as you. No, no he just didn't want to. He, he didn't want to have a stinker on, a, on the air. I'm a little bit more willing to do that. But, not that bad. He did a great job and uh, he did a lot. He did a lot of work as did all of the guys and gals down there along with the next level production crew, but enough Brown nosing for now. We also had Colby, the D one AA men's championship. And this was a story and a half. Yeah. And this one, we saw Virginia tech take down Westchester college, you know, Virginia tech, they actually won something. They were able to get this title. And they're a team that don't have a lot of, you know, high rugby IQ guys. But all year they played together. They played as a team. And they got the job done over the weekend. But the key so, for this one is that Virginia Tech doesn't have a coach. 
You got Danny McKillop, the senior, number eight, who's the player coach. They, they were co self-coached, guys. Self-coached. Why don't we let him tell us about it? And we'll be right back after this with Danny McKillop, the coach, captain, and number eight for Virginia Tech after this. Looking for your next vehicle? With Sheehy's Easy Search, choose from over 3,000 new and used vehicles. Shop, trade, or buy online or in-store. We make it easy with our award-winning service. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. We have the pleasure of welcoming in Mr. Daniel Nicholas McKillop of Virginia Tech, a.k.a. Danny, a.k.a. Ultra. Mr. McKillop, welcome to Rugby Wrap-Up's College Rugby Wrap-Up. Yeah, thank you for having me, Matt. Now, Danny, we met briefly after your euphoric victory in the NCR, the National Collegiate Rugby Championships, the D1AA match, and you're wearing that hat right now because we, you earned that hat, my friend, as Virginia Tech won the D1AA championship. Just before we get into breaking down what, what your travel, what your journey has been, tell me how that felt on the pitch. Um, I mean, that felt amazing. Uh, that was a culmination of a very, very long season against the really great programs. Um, everything kind of coming together on regionals and then finally kind of putting the pieces and together and finalizing everything uh, on game day. And tell me about your opponent. Yeah, so Westchester, um, we didn't know too much about him going in. Uh, we watched some film from like early October or late September. So we knew they were going to be a much, uh, much different team than those films, a lot better uh, than they have been just as, as we got better throughout the season. So we knew they were, they were pretty physical, um, uh, but usually our thing is physicality. So we, we really wanted to own that battle. All right, so I, I'm I'm ready to burst over here because the whole the whole thing is that you are the player coach. So when you say things like, "Yeah, we're breaking down film, we're doing this and that," who actually does that stuff? Um, so uh, me and Fernando will usually uh, have film sessions, whether we have the chance to watch it before or not with the team. But usually, about once a week, we would if we had a game the week before, we break down our own game. Uh, we go through practice, play, and then we'd probably watch the other teams game film uh, with Westchester we had a little bit more time same thing with regionals um, to break down like Boise State and Salisbury but so we'd reached out to, to Scott Zavril who's in charge of our conference see if you could get us any film and if not then we would just search YouTube or Facebook you don't really you don't have a coaching staff to do this stuff for you and present a game plan you guys are coming up with it on your own F Fernando Andrewaga and you are the two yep. guys that are go scouring game plans. Now, mind you, you are a little bit busy with schoolwork. You're an ROTC guy and a civil engineer. Yep. All right. And that ROTC is leading you to a 10 year commitment to be a pilot. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Army aviation. So I'll, I'll be in for a little while. Army aviation. So I think you said off camera that you wanted to fly helicopters. I do. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure which one yet. Um, just trying to commission first and then kind of figure out from there. So rugby, schoolwork, military commitment, 
national championship, all, all right in your, you know, you're, you're, you're a young guy. And I'm just, I am stunned by what you've accomplished here so far. When did you start playing rugby? Uh, my sophomore year. So I think it was like 2018. So it's not even, you're not even a guy that's been playing all his life. You didn't play in high school. You just picked it up sophomore year in college and you never had a coach. No, I've never had like an official coach or anything. I got to tell you something on the sidelines working the entirety of the tournament was a bunch of guys that are, and gals that are very dedicated to the game of rugby. None so more than Tom Clark of Nerfu, the New England Rugby Football Union. And he's like, oh man, he's going to the military. We could use him <laughs> in the rugby world. So did you yeah. ever think about the, the professional <laughs> rugby perspective or possibility? Um, honestly, not not really, just because I, I always have the Army commitment. Um, so it never really be a factor because I've thought about maybe playing men's league because I know there are some some teams on bases kind of around the country, but the actual like professional MLR never never really heavily considered. So you play number eight, and I stood next to you. You're you're a big guy, but I also noticed during the course of the match when there's like a, a breakdown or there's a scrum, you'll break off and you'll stand there and you'll kind of quarterback where the ball goes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, especially when when we had to play two two people down too. Uh, I'll fill in at lock sometimes. Um, but we, we try and make uh, people pretty versatile and play at least two or three different positions in the scrum just for scenarios like that. So, Yeah, and I, you, 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 know, you mentioned playing down. You had yellow cards to overcome. And, and when, you're, when you're talking to the referee, the referee has to kind of understand that you're the coach as well. And you were very calm all the time. Yeah, so usually it uh, goes, all right, like before the game, it's like, hey, um, I'll let the I'll speak to your coach. It's like, all right, um, that's me. It's like, uh, okay. So it's like, who's handling subs? And so I'll like kind of tell them the sub plan and uh, who's handling subs on the sideline, which uh, we were very fortunate. Um, Luke Chrysler, he's been hurt all season, but he came out to Houston. So he was able to manage our subs for us, which was a huge help. Um, so I just kind of write those down on a piece of paper, give them to him and just, and just kind of tell him like, hey, kind of judge people's levels. I talk to each other um, at halftime. I can kind of see it in people's play. But large with the referee, it's just kind of talking to him about like, what I see on the pitch, what he sees, and how to how to make a cleaner game, and uh, hopefully not four yellow cards. <laughs> All right, but what about you? Who's gauging your? You like talk? You having conversations with yourself? All right, Dan, how you feeling right now? Well, coach, I'm feeling pretty good. Cause yeah, um, I'm, I'm usually I'm usually pretty good to go. Um, I, I keep myself like conditioned, so if I can worry if I can worry not about myself and worry about the team more, um, it's a lot easier to, to manage. So I that, try not that's to easier said than done, my friend. I mean, you're in the middle of the battle the entire time. It's 80 minutes of action. You're playing number eight. You're bouncing all around the field. You got to gauge everything for everybody at, at any particular time. I'm just, I'm just amazed by your accomplishments. You, you're going to pick up rugby in the armed services. Uh, maybe, I mean, it would be a, it'd be a nice tradition to kind of still, still be involved with, um, in a great community to be a part of going forward. So I, I would like to see that, but, um, right now, at least for like the next like two, three years, just kind of, kind of staying healthy, um, and, and getting through flight school through those next steps in my military career. Well, don't be surprised if you start getting emails and calls from the guys from old breed, because they're, a, they're a great military rugby outfit that, um, they're going to be knocking on your door, my friend, in the not too distant future, but it's a great game. And, you know, we get to meet people like you and I, I thank you for your commitment and your service to your country in advance. Mr. Daniel Nicholas McKillop. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Pretty impressive guy. Huh, fellas? 
Yes, sir. Great. Yeah, jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. And uh, he's one of those guys that makes you look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, I got to do a little bit more. All right. But speaking of doing a little bit more, we got some more rugby to cover from this whole weekend. And that includes D2, Thomas Moore on top. Thomas Moore on top being Adrian College. You know, I early in the year, Michigan State, I was able to watch Adrian College in their first game of the year. And you just knew it was a it was kind of a an interesting group of guys at first. I think they were maybe kind of struggling. I know in October they had to forfeit some games, but you knew in that first game that man, they were they were gonna be a fun team to watch and they proved it. I mean, they were beating teams by big margins coming into this game. And, you know, you could have seen either team win in this game with the defensive battle they were having. Granted, another game you're battling the win down in Houston. Um, Thomas Moore, I think for the final part of the game, once they got up 21-17, um, it was just kind of like a pick and go, trying to keep the ball away from Adrian. And Adrian was able to get the ball a couple times, but just was not able to make that final score. 21 to 17, backed by some amazing defense, and Thomas Moore has taken home a national championship. Yeah, and, and that Adrian team, just a special program. It's their first year. Colby, you had the head coach on the show, the drink up with Zach. But these teams also, a lot of them had to play on Friday night to win on Sunday, right? So Adrian was one of those schools that had an unbelievable match Friday night. You had the coach on the drink up, Colby, you and Zach. So I had to run out and introduce myself to him after the after their big victory on Friday night. And he, he just couldn't have been nicer. Yeah, he foreshadowed a lot of what they did in our interview that we had with him before the season started. You know, he said that they had big plans. They had big expectations for the team. And you could just hear it in his voice how passionate he was about coaching these group of guys. And they went out and they had a, one hell of a season. And I asked him, what was the secret? And he says, well, our kids have a lot of rugby IQ. They got a high IQ, I should say. And it courses through their veins, some Polynesians, but whatever, whatever the combination is, it, it really clicked one season and they're going to be a team to be reckoned with for, from now on. All right. And none of this would be possible. Gentlemen, we wouldn't have met Danny if Steve Cohen years ago, hadn't gotten this whole thing started. And thus we have the Steve Cohen cup. Tell us about that one, Colby. Yeah. And this one, Matt, Christian got it done against New Mexico tech in a high scoring game. 34 to 29 was the final you know, Christendom, the game was up and down. It was tied at 24 in the second half, but Christendom was able to come away with the W and win the Cohen Cup. And this was another one of those teams that had to play two games, one on Friday night and then one on Sunday to win it. And New Mexico Tech, who is a, a very solid team, was absolutely gassed on Friday night winning their match. They had players littering, literal, liter, literally littering the pitch mostly just kind of muscle pulls nothing too serious fortunately for them but then they had to do it all on again on sunday uh, and that's the beauty of youth but that was these are again two great teams and the christian christendom has the, the kennedy brothers who are a force to be reckoned with and, and we should watch out for them yeah and i think one of the kennedys had a hat trick in that game just great stuff great stuff and we, we're getting to know all these players too and then colby we had more saints playing in the Challenge Cup with Siena and Wayne State. Yeah, what a match this was. Siena was able to get the W 25-20 to 20 over Wayne State to win the Challenge Cup. And Siena's a team, blowed through opponents all year long, hadn't let up a try up until this game against Wayne State, and were actually trailing for the first time all year in this Cohen Cup final. 
you know, it was Senning Grove, the freshman who was the hero of the day for Sienna. He scored two tries in this game, one of which was the game-winning try for his team. They won by five. It was an amazing match. Hats off to Sienna. They remain undefeated and for sure a powerhouse in Just, college rugby. I, I, I'm sorry to step on you a little bit there, but both, co both coaching setups are impressive for their own reasons. Sienna went out with uh, Yaku Visser, the head coach, and uh, Greg Matthew as the assistant coach. Greg kind of just went out on this recruiting tear and got all these different guys from different parts of the world to come to Siena, to come to Albany, New York, right? And then on the other side of the coin, you've got Darren Barner out at Wayne State, which is in Nebraska. And this guy's got a day job, yet he coaches the men's and women's programs, treats them as one program, often trains with co-ed situations and takes the teams out or they do the activities together off the pitch, like going bowling or going to movies. It's just a, it's just a great story. The women won the national championship and the men came within five points of knocking off this juggernaut that is now the Siena Saints. Just all these different great stories that you wouldn't have without this setup. And it just amazes me, even now, if after being there and living through it, it's just still so fresh and so cool. And guys, that was the Challenge Cup final. Why not end with a channel, a challenge of you guys with our rugby wrap-up, college rugby wrap-up, Sheehy Auto Works pop quiz of the week. True or false is the way you're going to answer this one, guys. Raise your hand if you think you know it. Steve Hyatt was the MVP of the Cohen Cup final. Colby? That's true. Josh? False. And right there is Josh Recio, the winner of this week's college rugby wrap-up Sheehy Auto Works pop-up quiz. Second win, Matt. I'm on the comeback. I'm going to be on top soon. Kobe, Kobe, you're getting crushed in these things. Anyway, he cheated. He cheated a little bit. Anyway, Steve Hyatt, of course, is the former Eagle that is now helping run NCR. He's a scholar and a gentleman. And uh, we love him. On that note, though, we are out of love and out of time. So I want to thank Mr. Colby Marshall, Mr. Josh Recio, and, of course, Mr. Danny McKillop. I'm Matt McCarthy. On behalf of all these gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. And please check out our weekly newsletter. Sign up for it. Check out our other segments and tell your friends about this show. And look out for our upcoming United Rugby Championship shows. And please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up American Red Cross Blood Donor Team. <laughs>